0: Welcome back to the wrestling with altitude podcast I am your host Mr. fourth row and on this episode joined by uh, Daisy Daisy how are you doing? I'm good how about you? I'm uh, hanging in there doing just fine. So uh, first question out of the shoot how did you uh, get introduced into this uh, wacky world of uh, professional wrestling?
1: Are you talking about training or just in general?
0: Uh, in general, first of all, so how did you how did you first get introduced? Uh, did you watch it as a youngster and all that good stuff like that?
1: Well, I actually like to blame my little brother
0: okay. for that one. How, how, how's that? How did that happen?
1: Well, his best friend had gotten him into watching wrestling, and for some odd reason, I decided as the older sister, it's my job to see what he was watching. And everyone blames him now, so
0: <laughs> so, so what was uh, what was he watching? Was he watching the WWE, WCW or what?
1: Um well it was two thousand six, so it was WWE. Okay. And it was my first wrestling show that I actually watched was ECW in two thousand
0: six. Okay. So what what um what hooked you uh, in uh, in watching it? Just uh, after you saw your your brother, what was he watching? Did did something hook you? Did something um, tantalize your uh, your vision and your your attention?
1: Always. No, um, I think it was the distraction for me because it became a distraction from. Every day. It became the distraction. Because a few days after I started watching, my grandmother passed away. Oh. And that helped get me through that. Everyone else uh, that I knew at that time, they would, uh, instead of dealing with what they were dealing with, they would turn to drugs, alcohol, that type of stuff. Wrestling kept me focused
0: okay all right and so while you were why you were watching it was there any uh, uh particular uh, wrestlers that uh really caught your eye and be- like became your favorites or anything like that
1: yeah always there was a uh, trish Stratus, lita wrestlers like that they were still around at that time they were still or they were still wrestling. Nikki um, James was a huge inspiration for me. Um, yeah, those are the only ones I can really think of at this exact time that really helped hook me into wrestling.
0: Okay, and so you you said uh, that you started watching this um, a few days before your uh, grandmother uh, passed away. So. Uh, after that happened and you you continued with it, did it become a little bit of um, uh, a therapeutic thing for you? Definitely. Okay.
1: It was definitely therapeutic because, again, it was my escape. It's what kept me on the path that I was on. I don't know how exactly it kept me like that, but I know that it just, it was something that kept me from following all my friends down different paths.
0: Yeah. So so it kind of gave you a little bit of a, uh, you, you feel like it gave you a little bit of a, a connection to um, keep, keep life moving, basically. Yes. Okay. All right. That's cool. I, I like that. So you said you uh, for what you first watched, uh, we're kind of getting really into was uh, ECW, and I'm assuming it was the uh, WWE version of ECW.
1: Yeah, it was one on Tuesday night
0: (laughs) on on Sci Fi. (laughs) Yep. All right. Uh, Was there anything uh, in particular that kind of stood out uh, with you for? I mean, did you know ECW? What was what was ECW before the? The watered down version per se that uh, people call WWE version of ECW.
1: At the time, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Now, yes, I know about the original ECW and all of that. I've done. I I like to go back and watch old ECW matches. I like to watch old WWE matches. It's just that's something that's fun to me is going back and watching matches. It helps me learn.
0: Okay. So to, to see where the wrestling business has been uh, before and where we're at now and, and kind of give you some ideas and motivation and all that kind of stuff like that. Exactly. Okay. All right. That's awesome. Okay. So then uh, what uh, precipitated the event that uh, got you into the ring? What, what, what was your mindset thinking that I want to go do this?
1: It was actually the same night I started watching wrestling. I just... It was it became my escape and I wanted it to become uh, I wanted to be that escape for somebody else. So instead of somebody, you know, following their friends down the path I almost followed my friends down. They could be watching me wrestling instead of, you know, doing the same thing that I almost did.
0: Oh, that's 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 fascinating. I that's really cool. Uh, so uh, how did you uh, start out what did you uh, did you look up some schools or um, you know that kind of stuff I mean how did you uh, get your your foot in the door to start off with
1: yeah I mean we started with uh, looking up different schools um, I started looking some schools up pretty early on there wasn't really much here in Colorado at that time but um, I actually went to a WWE event in Denver, and when I came out out to my car, there was a flyer for a wrestling school on my uh, window shield. Okay. So that's how I started. And then I woke him up, I hit hit him up, I uh, went and visited, and then I started training a few weeks later.
0: Oh, okay. So it uh, kind of just all... Just kind of all worked out. Kind of things just started uh, piecing themselves together to uh, kind of lead you, or kind of just really get you get you pushed into that direction. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> what part of why it felt like the right thing to do at the time.
0: Oh, that's that's cool. I mean, especially your like you said, your mindset. You wanted to uh, to give back, uh, you know, and and get in yeah. there and. and give that, uh, outlet to people. All right. So, uh, what were what, uh, when you got into training, uh, did you have any, uh, preconceived notions of how it was going to be and were you, were you shocked or anything else that was kind of interesting that you, that you found out when you first, uh, got into the training business that you were just not aware of and all that kind of stuff like that?
1: <laughs> um, well, I definitely wanted my style to be a little bit more like uh, Lita and Trish, a little more high flying. Okay. But then at my uh, first night of wrestling training, I that all that went out the window right away. Oh. That top rope is definitely kind of scary up
0: there. <laughs> so, uh, would you would you say that the the cliche goes you have to learn to walk before you can fly, <laughs> literally and figuratively? <laughs> Uh, yes <laughs> that is definitely true uh, all right but uh but you uh, you eventually got into uh, doing a little bit of uh flying here and there from what i can tell from following you
1: yeah a little bit yeah i got some people that are trying to help me get over that a little bit
0: that's that's cool all right so then uh what about uh your first match uh who was it uh, against, and what were you thinking going into that match? Any, any nerves or anxiety or anything like that?
1: There's always nerves for the first couple of years. There's a saying in wrestling sometimes that if you're not nervous, you're in the wrong business.
0: Ah, yeah.
1: So there's definitely nerves before the first match. There's still nerves every now and then. Um, my first match was against uh, Angel Trinity at NRW. Okay. About five years ago, actually. No, yeah, it was just about five years ago. Oh, wow. Um, I was definitely nervous before that match, and I just wanted it to go well. All right.
0: And how, how did you feel like it went?
1: I mean, I lost the match, so
0: there's <laughs> that. <laughs> but we could, we could,
1: we could break,
0: well <laughs> break the fourth wall. How did you feel though? After you got done with the match, a uh, little bit of relieved yeah, <laughs> or that you got that one under your belt.
1: There was definitely a lot of relief after that. Um, it was interesting being brought in part of the Doyle family. Uh uh-huh. um, Cause that was something that they, uh, they just planned. They're like, "All right, well, we want you to be part of the Doyle family because of the fact that, yeah." I totally lost my train of
0: thought. <laughs> oh, that's okay. So, um, you, so, um, I'll see if I can help you out here. Uh, you, uh, you didn't uh, necessarily have uh, any idea about. Um, character or storylines or any of that kind of stuff when you got in, so you kind of just uh, went with uh, you know what kind of input or creative process they had for you. You were trying to concentrate on uh, you know learning the the technical part, and then and then uh, you know try to uh, get the get the storyline, the character development along with that. Is that kind of what I'm picking up here?
1: Yeah, for the most part, I had. Um actually, before I started wrestling training, knowing that there was character and there is some acting involved in wrestling, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: knowing all of that, I went to college for a few years trying to help myself be able to become a better actor. That didn't last very long, but Uh (laughs) I did know that coming in. And so when I got to training, I started focusing on learning the moves and learning how everything worked so that when I was able to have my first match, I would be able to at least look like I was somewhat trained.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. So, um, (laughs) so, so you, uh, said you got brought into the, uh, to the Doyle family. And, um, that was a little before that I knew you, uh, but then you've, uh, you involved, your character evolved to, uh, well, it's kind of evolving even since then, since I've, since I first saw you. But when I saw you, you was kind of the, uh, flower child, the, the hippie kind of hippie. character. Yeah, character. So <laughs> how, 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 how fun was doing that? Um, it was,
1: it was fun for a while. Um, The hippie version of my character came to me from uh, Vince Russo. Yeah. Working with Rocky Mountain Pro and going through all of that, they uh, took one look at me and they're like, all right, well, you kind of look like a bit of a hippie, so we're going to have you be a bit of a hippie.
0: (laughs) And, you know, and knowing, and like you said, (laughs) you mentioned uh, uh, Vince Russo there, you know, he's uh, really big on... On character, so did you just, you just kind of said, okay, y'all? Well, I mean, I'll trust you. I'm, I'm going to go with it, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I mean, it's Vince or so. You can, I wouldn't say no to a character given to me by Vince. Yeah. it's. I mean, it worked for a while. It still does work.
0: Right. That's that's true. I mean, that's true.
1: especially here in Colorado.
0: Oh, <laughs> you are so Colorado, right. Colorado,
1: the hippie works.
0: Yes, definitely. <laughs> Especially our, uh, our, our, what our, uh, cl- what our climate is right now, uh, and everything. So yeah, definitely. I would tend to agree with that. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. So then, uh, what about, uh, your characters kind of, uh, well, in a way I kind of see you, you kind of are, sometimes you play a little bit of both depending on the show or the particular, uh, promotion that you are in. What, um... You're kind of well, if I if I was okay to say this, you're kind of doing the the crazy Daisy character now. I'm f- not
1: crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it really depends on my mood for the day. <laughs> you never know which version of Daisy is gonna show up to a show.
0: Uh, it, that- could it could
1: be the hippie. It could be the Daisy Doyle. Like I know you never know. It could be Daisy Doyle. It could be a hippie. It could be. Any form of Daisy, right? It could be a form I haven't even seen yet.
0: But how how does that feel? That's the thing about Daisy. Yeah. So, are you? Um, do you just decide the day of of what you're gonna do, or you kind of maybe get a little bit of thought before going into a show? It's like oh, I'm gonna, we're gonna do this or that.
1: I mean, it depends on what show I'm on. That's part, that is part of it. Who's around me. What kind of people are around me? Um, if Animal Sam is influencing me in any way, <laughs> there could be it could be that version of Daisy.
0: Right. That makes that makes sense. It, are you having a, a lot of fun? Uh, you know, doing a little bit of uh, different characters here and there, and do you feel like it's uh, giving you a lot more um, experience and growth?
1: Oh, definitely. I never play the same person twice.
0: <laughs> that's awesome all right well hey, what about um so far in your uh wrestling career who have been your uh like your favorite uh, opponents to work with in the ring
1: nikita lafleur is by far one of my favorites to ever work i mean it's she was one of my mentors she helped train me So the fact that I got to work her a few years ago at CSW was just amazing. Um, Angel Trinity is also one of my favorites to work. She's been fun to work with. Uh, Let's see, who else? I actually really enjoyed working – Bad boys wrestling with uh, shade. Oh yeah, we had some fun times out there. Yeah.
0: How was uh, working in that uh, in in that promotion with the monster trucks and wrestling?
1: Oh man, it was great. Every show would, we'd only get a couple minutes. Yeah. But we were the sideshow. People didn't come to see us; they came to see the monster trucks. Right. So the fact that we were wrestling and then forming these bonds with the monster truck drivers and all the people around there was just amazing. And it was actually probably some of the biggest crowds I've ever worked in front of.
0: Yeah. And how does yep. that, how does that feel? Uh, you know, cause you've been able to uh, get out there and uh, go into other States and other promotions is, was that kind of a, a plan or something just kind of fell into place?
1: it definitely fell into place, but it's definitely something that I want to do and I want to continue to do
0: mm-hmm.
1: as uh brutal Bob Evans says, you got to do the drives in order to get
0: the time. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, what about, um, uh, what about the, um, the future? What, what, what else would you like to do? Uh, just get out into other promotions, other States, um, and that kind of stuff? I
1: want to get everywhere.
0: Yeah.
1: I want to go out of the state. I want to go out of the country. I'd love to wrestle in Japan.
0: Mm.
1: That's some place that everyone always wants to wrestle, and that's true for me as well. Japan, Canada. I want to get everywhere. Yeah. Okay. I want the name Daisy to be known worldwide. <laughs>
0: What about um, along with that? Uh, do you have a, a dream list uh, of uh, opponents you'd like to get into the the ring with? And these can be uh, anybody uh, in any promotion, anytime, anyhow, anywhere. Well, don't you? Oh well, yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Everybody has a dream list of opponents.
0: Yeah, but do you have any? I mean, would love to work specifically.
1: I'd love to work with uh, Lita, Trish,
0: Nikki James, um,
1: Becky Lynch is a dream opponent. Uh, let's see, who else? Um, it's a really long list. I can't even think of half of it anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> that list grows every day with new wrestlers being added to different shows, seeing new wrestlers performing. Willis um, Grimm is someone that I'd like to work with. Yeah, She's one of the new... Arrow wrestler, she's not even a wrestler yet Who knows if she ever will But, I've been watching her And she's looking like she's promising And I would love to work with her
0: Yeah Well, and um, Speaking of that uh, You know uh, Women's wrestling has gotten uh, Very, very, it's gotten very big In the, you know, recent uh, Years or so, especially, you know, here in Colorado, we got a Um, specific uh, women's uh, promotion and then there's also uh, wow superstars on uh, access tv Um, are you keeping uh, eyes on on that and uh, are you excited about uh, where women's wrestling is going in particular
1: yeah i definitely am there's definitely a lot of places for women to work nowadays and there's a lot of places that you know everyone wants women's wrestling
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it's not just men's wrestling anymore they want women's wrestling So the fact that there are these promotions like Respect, Shine, Shimmer, all of those, it's amazing to be able to watch these women grow. And I'd love to get to any promotion that I can.
0: Yeah. So do you think um, that we have, us uh, wrestling fans per se, have um, kind of, we've been kind of missing out of that, missing that a little bit and... um, you know, in, in uh, you know, independent uh, wrestling in particular that uh, now that we're um, hungry for that, that it's uh, become uh, very, very valuable for uh, promotions to uh, get at least uh, a women's match or two per show and, and that kind of stuff, at least.
1: Yeah. And it's awesome that there's at least at the shows around here, there's at least one to two, maybe three women's matches on a show. Yeah at least in Denver and Colorado Springs, there's at least we're starting to get a good women's division here in Colorado, which yeah. is amazing. Right. Cause I remember when there was no, not really any women here in Colorado.
0: Yeah. They would be uh valets or managers or things of that nature.
1: Yeah. And there was barely any of those too. Yeah. When I started, there was no one. There was Nikita. That was it.
0: Yeah yeah so it's and it uh, slowly
1: grew from there
0: yeah so I was gonna say so it, it's yeah uh, so you've you've uh, seen it uh grow uh at, at a pretty good rate at least in Colorado for example uh, recently yeah
1: yeah yeah it definitely has and it's it's like I said it's one of the amazing things about wrestling right now is that it is able to grow because people, there's a demand for it
0: mm-hmm Okay. And then, uh, well, speaking of, uh, a demand, and this is, uh, uh, kind of leading up to what we have, uh, coming up, uh, this particular weekend. Uh, tell us uh, what, uh, you've got coming up, uh, this, uh, weekend in particular. And I'm thinking of the, uh, new era show there on, uh, Saturday. New era. yeah,
1: We've got, uh, Wow, I can't even remember names of shows right now.
0: <laughs> Bird Brawl, so,
1: Bird Brawl. That's it. Bird yeah. Brawl. We've got the New Era Bird Brawl this Saturday. That'll be, uh, I believe, if you bring a can of food, you get two dollars off. If you bring a can of food and a toy, you get a half price ticket. Right. Make sure to show up for that. And then it'll be. I know. I have. I'm actually wrestling.
0: Yeah, that's. I'm having
1: yeah. my debut match with New Era.
0: Yeah, tell tell the listeners what, be, what you got going on. Yeah,
1: I will be teaming up with Animal Sam to beat up Aria Aurora and her tag team partner Tony Morales.
0: Oh yeah, okay. And then um, tell the listeners is this a um, is this a mixed tag or is it an intergender? I I forget what what it is.
1: I believe it is a mixed tag match.
0: A mixed tag, okay
1: but I'm not 100% positive on
0: that. Okay. I I think I think you're correct. Uh yeah, it's it's um you know, and all honestly it may not be quite right, but uh to uh get the uh the intergender uh going quite yet, you know, cuz uh a new era is uh definitely expanding and getting a lot of good new faces in, you know, you in particular and, and of course Animal Sam as well. Yep. Yeah. So uh, so you get you you like you said you are definitely uh branching it out uh what's if you know you've been doing this for quite a while but you still are getting into uh, other promotions is uh so is that uh th- that the new that's that the game plan and what does that feel like uh, to finally uh, get into some of these promotions that you've probably had your eye on for a while i
1: mean it's i've known about new era since i started so it's amazing that i'm finally able to be a part of new era yeah um And then I've been working also with uh, Primo's Pro Wrestling. That's another one that I've been working with. I totally just lost my train of thought again. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
0: Okay, so uh, what else do you have uh, coming up in the... uh... Um, realm of uh, upcoming shows. We got newer this Saturday on uh, November second. Uh, what else uh, do you have on your uh, your calendar?
1: I believe we've got Primo's Premier Pro Wrestling at the Watering Bowl next Sunday. So not this coming Sunday, but the next Sunday, I will be there. Um, Colorado Springs Wrestling will be here in Colorado Springs on. The, what day is that?
0: I think it's the 9th.
1: Yes, that's it. The 9th.
0: Okay. Mucha, 9th? M- Mucha Lucha, I believe, right?
1: Mucha Lucha, November, yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and I believe I am teaming up with Animal Sam again on that one to face Manny Lemons and Rika Tejaka.
0: Oh. That should be, that should be good. That should be fun.
1: Yeah, it was fun working with her last week or last month at uh, uh, Redemption Championship Wrestling and CSW. She definitely learned not to
0: mess with the Daisy. <laughs> definitely, yeah, that's cool. All right, so uh, people should keep an eye out uh, for you in New Era, Primos, uh, Colorado Springs Wrestling, and those are coming up extreme in the extreme near future. Uh, yeah. what else do you have your, uh, eye set on, uh, that, that you, people should, you know, maybe if they, if you just want to tease them where they should, uh, keep an eye out for you on all over the world, all over the world. <laughs> oh, I, I love that. You never know where the whole where...
1: world's going to keep their eyes open for Daisy.
0: Yeah. You never know where Daisy will sprout up at, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> I awesome. like that.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> cool. Hey, so, uh, well, Daisy, I want to thank you for uh, coming on to this episode of uh, the Wrestling with Altitude podcast, but before I do let you go, Thanks for having me. if uh, people wanted to uh, follow up with you and catch you uh, up on with you in uh, social media, where could they do that?
1: I am on Facebook currently at um Daisy. Okay, so I, I remember what
0: it is. So you have, you have a Daisy. Uh, da, da, you have a Daisy. Um, uh, um, athlete fan page. page. Fan page, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And hey. I'm really
1: bad at social. I'm working on it. You're That's working the on the one thing that I really need to work on is
0: social media. <laughs> okay, so no is that
1: Daisy the hippie.
0: Daisy the hippie. Okay, and uh, no Twitter or Instagram.
1: I'm on there, but I don't remember what it is. Okay.
0: Like I said, I'm terrible at social media. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think um, if people uh, look at uh, my, our followers for the uh, podcast, I believe I am uh, following you there. So you should be able to uh, for, on Twitter uh, should at least, for example, should be able to uh, as well. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, once again, uh, Daisy, uh, thank you for uh, coming on to this podcast. And of course I will be, uh, seeing you in a uh, few days. Sounds good to me. All right. Thanks for having me. Once again, a big thank you to Daisy for coming on to this episode of the wrestling with altitude podcast and letting the listeners get to know just a little bit more about her. So uh, let's uh, get quickly into the uh, week in review, because it was a uh, shocking week, if I can use the pun, and uh, so last week uh, we had, uh, that I went to, that was uh, Rocky Mountain Pro's uh, Shocktober week, end per se, uh, we started it off with uh, Thursday at uh, the Quarry at the Jefferson County Fairgrounds, Got all kinds of uh, great matches and stuff uh, leading into uh, Shocktober weekend there for uh, Rocky Mountain Pro. Always a great show there with uh, Rocky Mountain Pro at their uh, uh, charged tapings from the quarry at the Jefferson County Fairgrounds in Golden, Colorado. Then on uh, Friday, went to the uh, Rack House for the uh, RMP experience, uh, little rowdier than, uh, normal that we should have been, uh, had some crazy, uh, fan interactions, uh, with, uh, uh the, uh, and I just, um, uh, as a fan, I personally am a little bit embarrassed of what kind of happened there, but, uh, big kudos to, uh, Sledge for being a true professional and uh, basically turning the other cheek uh, for the uh, incident that happened. Then on uh, Saturday, we had Lucha Libre and Laughs uh, for their What a Horrible Night to Have a Cursed event. Uh, Always hitting Lucha Libre and Laughs always puts on a... Uh, great show and, uh, kudos to all of the, uh, women in particular, even though I do love you guys too, but, uh, for, uh, coming in, uh, costume for their events, even though holiday uh, uh wasn't in a costume as she says. So <laughs> lots and lots of fun. And then we, uh, capped off the weekend there with Rocky mountain pro, uh, shocktober and boy, was that show hot. I mean, It was crazy, it was exciting, the crowd was hot, Uh, definitely like I interviewed uh, Curtis Cole for uh, RMP Radio, that they put all their eggs in uh, the basket there for that, and it was a fantastic show, uh, so much that even though I was in attendance, I went home and purchased it that night. On uh, Fight TV, so I can watch it again. All right, so let's uh, talk about what we have coming up uh, this weekend. And uh, the weekend is going to start off there on Halloween on Thursday with Rocky Mountain Pro uh, having a special Halloween edition of Charge. Uh, they are hyping it up, it's going to be something really, really special i'm excited i hope to see a lot of you as well there and i hope to see some of you in costume as well well no nix that hope to see all of you in costume so that should be fun uh also on uh, halloween night we have uh uh neon uh lights bar fights at the sports watch bar and grill um in uh, 6801 Lowell Boulevard in Westminster, having an event there should be uh, fun. In a uh, bar fight, it's a free event and it's gonna be Halloween uh, costume party. Should be great. So hopefully that some of you will be attending that as well. Uh, let me uh, to step back. Forgot to tell you, if you guys want to get tickets to uh, uh, the Halloween edition of uh, Rocky Mountain Pro Charge course you can get tickets at the door actually you need to, at this time get the door uh tickets uh but always you can get tickets at RMPWrestling.com for any future shows and then as far as i know but probably some lucha shows and there's nothing going on on uh friday so we're gonna roll into uh saturday we've got a couple of events Uh, We have a uh, free lucha and lager block party hosted by Primo's Premier Pro Wrestling. And that is at Mockery Brewing at 3501 Delgany Street in Denver. Uh, uh, From 1230 to 230 should be uh, lots of fun. Uh, Like I said, lucha and lager. Uh, all kinds of exciting things uh, happening there. And then, like we had talked with uh, Daisy, we've got New Era presents uh, Bird Brawl uh, from the Mile High Comics, the largest comic book store in the world. Going to be great, and like Daisy had mentioned, uh, it is uh, that time of year where New Era gives back. We'll be collecting uh, canned food and toys donations, benefiting uh, feeder, feeding Denver's hungry. If you bring in a canned item or a toy, you get two dollars off at your uh, ticket at the door. If you bring in both, then your tickets are half price, so they are only five dollars. Uh, they. This is a very um, important thing for uh, New Era and its fans. So if you attend uh, that, that would be great. And it's going to be, of course, a action-packed night of wrestling for everybody to enjoy. Uh, so that is it. What well, we got uh, coming up uh, this weekend in the Wrestling with uh, Altitude area. Uh, so let's uh, once again thank the Trending Topics Network for hosting this show. And if you like this show, catch other great shows on this feed such as All Beer Inside, Old School At The Movies, and Wrestling Cheers. You want to get in contact with the show, wrestlingwithaltitude.com is the website. Email uh, podcast at wrestlingwithaltitude.com com uh we do have a facebook page as well twitter handle is Russell altitude and then i want to thank you most all for downloading and listening to this episode and having fun wrestling with altitude